Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Can What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Can of Corn Baseball Podcast. I'm Jason Wells. I'm here with Elias, and today Will has returned. Will, it's nice to have you back. How are you doing? What up? Good to be back. A lot of unfortunate um, things happened, a lot of work. Some of us have jobs, of course, and a lot of uh, actually, a little bit of let's do it another night, and then I was ready that night, and then uh, let's do it another night, and then oh, I'm not ready that night. So, but I think uh, I think I'm a valuable addition, at least I think. So, come out of here. Yeah. Yeah. With your cute ass. Thank you. Yeah. But what do you guys think? Pretty, pretty valuable, Mermy. Everybody is valuable in their own right. In their own words, just how my mother would say. Hmm. Classic. Classic mom speak. That looks nice too, by the way. My haircut? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lady that did it. It was a lady barber. She was a little bit lost. Speaking of lost, we're going to be getting into some teams today that are very lost. Jason? I like it. Oh, what a trance. Working on my segues. Anyways. We're not even going to let Elias talk about how his day was. So we're just going to go off that segue. So, Will. I don't need it, dude. I did nothing today but work. We're going. All Elias is going to say is good. So, yeah. I probably would have thought of something off the rip, but, you know. Hey, Elias, how was your day? And they would just be like, grass tastes bad. So, this kick it. Yeah. I closed some pools, drank some antifreeze, you know. Classic. Oh. oh, I forgot it's closing season. You're lucky it's not cold yet. Oh, yeah, dude, just give it a month. I'm going to be crying out there. <laughs> yeah, you will be. I'm glad I'm done with that shit. Yeah. Anyways, talking about, like Will said, we're talk- the teams so far that have been eliminated mathematically from the MLB playoff course going into every season. Every fan base hopes that this will be their team. Team's year, but for Baltimore, for the Baltimore Orioles, the Texas Rangers, and the Arizona Diamondbacks, that year is officially not 2021. So the big we're going to split it up. We all, yeah, those are the three dominant franchises. The three losses. 
Okay. <laughs> We're gonna split it up a little bit. We all took a team, took some notes on them, wrote, just studied them up a little bit. We're gonna break them down. We'll all talk about it. So Will's gonna start it off. He did the Texas Rangers. Will, what do you got for us? All right. Well, I think to be frank about Texas, this was. I mean, Texas is probably one of the worst teams you could watch. There's no, I mean, they traded a bunch of their guys to the deadline, so there was no, there's no watchability left. Their pitching is like really, really, really bad. Like everybody's in the fives, ERAs. Um, nobody's good. Was nobody's recognizable. Sucks. He wasn't though. Well, I mean, you know what? <laughs> no, you know, it was his road splits. He was really good at home, but on the road, he's really bad. So that's yeah. that's kind of like we yeah, said, right. not this year, man. It's just not their year. Yeah, so they came into the year, no, not many expectations. First time fans can be in the new stadium. They were the first uh, team to allow full capacity, which was really weird at the time, and like made them yes. hateable in my opinion because I was like jealous in a sense. But like, they actually got off to an eighteen eighteen start, so they were riding off the adrenaline of that uh, new stadium. Um, but then uh, things kind of. Took a halt after that. They lost 16 straight road games, which is the longest road losing streak in franchise history. Um, cleaned it up a little bit before the All Star break. Went 10 and 9, but after the All Star break, uh, they put themselves to bed and lost 12 in a row coming out of that. And soon after that, it was time to unload Joey Gallo, Kyle Gibson, Ian Kennedy, uh, Jolie Rodriguez, all gone, and. An influx of prospects brought in, um, which is good because that's kind of what they're trying to do is just restock the farm system, build it, build it up and contend in about five years or so. So, uh, in those trades, they acquired Spencer Howard, right-handed pitcher, Kevin Gaudy, right-handed pitcher, and Josh Gessner. That was for Kyle Gibson. It was a six-player deal. Also brought, uh, Freddie Galvis back to Baltimore. Um, that was kind of like a, not a, that wasn't really the most like, what I don't want to say lucrative, but like profitable trade for them. Cause that was the Joey Gallo trade. Cause they got a couple, wait, what? What'd you say? I would just piggybacking off what you said. Oh yeah. So yeah, just kind of a, like a. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Pause. Did you say yeah. Freddie Galvis on Orioles or, uh, Phillies? Did you mean Philly? It was like a three-team trade. It brought the Freddie Galvis back to Philadelphia. Okay. From the Orioles. But uh, in the Gallup trade, they got Glenn Otto, Trevor Hover, and Josh Smith. Um, at the time, none of them were in the top ten of the Yankees um, prospect rankings, but Baseball America came out with a midseason report, and uh, two of them are in that. And that is uh, Duran and Smith. Are the two guys that are in the top ten? Love me so some hopefully Josh. Those guys are part of the future. Speaking of Josh, speaking of Josh's, Josh Jung. If any of you are familiar with him, he's their third overall prospect. So they've got a decent amount of guys, but they're like future guys that they could rely on, I guess, if they want to contend. But I'm not seeing it. But uh, if anything, if they're going to be contenders, obviously Elias is big into this guy. Apparently, Jack Leiter. He's going to have to be the guy for them. He's their top draft pick this Going year. Going to slab down in the He's got an electric arm, I'll tell you. 
He's got five or nine. He's jazz. More than just Elias is big on Jack Leiter, though. <laughs> oh well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, Everyone is. I mean, you can't really not like Jack Leiter. He's yeah. He should have been a Red Sox, but it's okay. We got Marcelo Meyer. Yeah, that's true. I would have liked him in it, but I don't know. We'll have to see because he's a little. He's very short. He's like six one, which is really short. But hey, he could be like my yeah. Mexican. I bet like, a lot of people wish they were fucking short, buddy. I probably. <laughs> What? <laughs> I bet half the population wishes they were short. If that six one is short. Well, for a starting pitcher, yeah, that's pretty short. But he's got <laughs> rising cheese though, so it makes it work. He's got that yeah, hairy like head. right now, like and like nobody on this Rangers team is a part of the future. Maybe except for uh actually it's not true. Connor Falefa, Connor maybe Falefa, jo- yeah. Jonah Heim. And maybe like Dane Dunning or Dolce. Oh yeah, Dolce Garcia too. Sorry, I'm, okay. I'm stupid. Not really. Many, Nick Solak. Nick Solak. Old like, though. For rookie. Yeah, but that's okay though. Because he's, he's good player. He's hitting his stride now. I mean, but yeah, yeah this they're pitching, man. Oh my god. This uh, I think they got three players in the top ten most home runs allowed. I know Jordan Lyles leads the league in home runs allowed. That's, don't want that this that's day. Really bad. Jordan Lyles are allowed thirty. He's allowed thirty six home runs so far this year. That's leading the league. Um, oh, his so ERA is bad too. They're all, all their ERAs are bad. Is he like really? Too, but but well, it's worth mentioning. Their best pitcher is Joe Barlow this year by far. He's <gasps> That looks recognizable. Three point five ERA. So he's like the only dude. Who the hell are you? Yeah, I don't even know. I didn't even know who he was coming in. So, well, but they also have a ton hard, of injuries but. too. They have like a ridiculous amount of injuries, like Jose Leclerc, um, Matt Bush, Jonathan Hernandez. Leclerc's not going to come in if they're not winning games. Yeah, I know, but he's also injured. So. But then Willie Calhoun, Ronald Guzman, like all those guys are injured, so they just have. They, I mean, it's, they already were terrible, but they lost so many guys to injuries. So. But yeah, the book on the Texas Rangers—they're really bad. And I'm gonna say, I think we should all mention or like all make a prediction of when they'll be contenders for the playoffs for Ooh. Texas. I'm gonna say 2025 is generous. 2026, 2027 seems more. Likely, uh, maybe 2027. It's crazy. They got a lot of young prospects. Yeah, baseball rebuilds are long, slow, and painful. Look at freaking Detroit, man. They're just now on the uptrend, and it's been what ten years. Pretty much, it's almost eight years since they were last like good, a good team, a solid team. So it's just once you know you're bad, just Buckle up, because you're going to be in for a hell of a ride. Unless you're the Boston Red Sox, of course, and you get a World Series every five years. But for the most part, buckle up. Long ride. Yes, so okay. that's pretty much all I got on the Texas Rangers. So, One yeah. thing I wanted to mention about the Rangers, too, that you didn't mention in the breakdown, although I thought the breakdown was really good. Well done. But, Thank you. Uh, they also traded a, a potential Cy Young pitcher before the season even started in Lance Lynn, which was actually oh, a decent trade. I, that was, I feel like it was so long ago that I don't even... Facts. Holy yeah, smoke. it was like a while ago. Feel like part of, yeah, yeah. That was this year, huh? Of course, you would know. Yeah. 
Oh, of course, I'm reaping the rewards of it. Why would I not? He looks like he's been a White Sox for the past three years. It's crazy. He just fits so well with that team. He was on the Yankees, too, which is mind-blowing to me. It was just a blip. I forgot about that, too. He was like yeah, 300 pounds yeah. then, too. He was massive. How's <laughs> he just skinny now, bro? He's really skinny. He looks good, dude. He just watches TV, and probably all he does is doesn't eat, just sits there, loses a little <laughs> bit of weight, goes out there and throws... Lance Flynn. Lance Flynn actually doesn't watch TV at all. He says he doesn't watch any TV. He lives on his farm and just works on his farm. They asked That's him if he ever concealed his dreams, and he said, no, I don't watch TV. That's a lie, dude. He's just trying to sound like a badass. Like, he's literally just trying to sound like a badass. I just disconnected from the outside world. He's like, I don't have a phone. I don't have anything like that. Come on. That's a you lie. See, on my off time, I'm what's known as a hermit. Like, he was never a kid? Like, he never, like, watched it as a kid or anything. Like, he's always just been badass Lance Lynn. Sure he has something better to do now, but he literally does, but. Yeah, something better to do, I'm sure. I don't know what it is. <laughs> hmm, maybe a profession or a hobby? <laughs> I wonder what Lance Lynn is into. Maybe throwing things really hard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, like, meets with his therapist. They're like, do you have any hobbies, anything like that? And he's like, no. She never knows he's like an all-star pitcher. He's like, I don't know, just farming. And you see, once I took this corn cob from the stalk and I chucked it about a hundred yards. And that's when I realized I can throw something really hard. And I got a hobby called baseball. I, there's no way his voice sounds like that. What accent either. are you doing? Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. <laughs> no well, way. I took them, the corn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? But he was a farmer, not for, not he was from the south. <laughs> also, also uh, Adolfo Garcia is only twenty eight. I, th- I thought he was older than that for some reason. Yeah, come on, Where right down. Huh? Hey, he's only twenty eight, man. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that on the top of my rock. Man. I was wondering why he was saying he was so old. I was like, he's only twenty eight. What is he saying? But. <laughs> And you were talking about, I was just looking up, you were talking about the, uh, how awful the Rangers pitching was. And just to back it up, their K-9 rate combined is the lowest in the league, or the highest in the league. It's the worst in the league. Seven, eight, yeah. six. Not and they give up bombs like, like freaking, oh, my God. Yeah. And does they anybody know who Yoel Pozo is? By no. the way. Uh-huh. No. Does anybody know who Yohel Pozo is? No. He's our catcher, other than Jonah Hyde. <laughs> so that's... Yeah, so basically that's a theme, though, with these teams is... Well, I guess not really the Orioles, but they trade <laughs> star players, and they're, I mean, as bad teams are going to be, are just awful at pitching. Yeah. And that's just kind of... <laughs> that's a recipe but for being a bad team. The difference between the Rangers... And the Diamondbacks compared to the Orioles, though, as we can kind of – I might have to hit you with another, another transition and a segue real quick, Jason, so get your presentation ready. Um, the difference between them is there's nothing in these rosters right now. There's nothing in the Rangers rosters at every level. But the Orioles might be on to something with some of the guys they've got right now. Jason, yeah. you want to introduce <laughs> us to the Baltimore Orioles? Nicely done. So leading right into it with the Baltimore Orioles, Elias, talk to us about them. 
So, 136 games in, they are mathematically eliminated. They are currently 43 and 93. And 43 wins is also the amount of games back that they are from the 87 and 51 raise. That's not very good. Last time I checked, kind of want to win more games than that. But what I see, I see that the offense is not the problem here. It is absolutely the pitching. If you want a quick stat, they are only six points lower than Oakland in slugging percentage. So you do with that as you may. Uh, and they are very young. The O's have the second youngest roster in the American League. They're 26.8 years old average, and the Jays are 26.7. The difference is the Jays, their slot is now and the next two years. They got their what? team. Oh, the what? Jays. I thought yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. Orioles. Okay. No, 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 no. Damn. The Jays. They ain't that are, good. <laughs> the Jays' slot is now and uh, probably the next uh, – Two, three years probably have to pay some of those guys. Uh, but it's the pitching that's really holding you back. And the Orioles, uh, their core is just not here yet. So they got time. And I feel like that age is only going to get younger and younger for those guys. But the pitching, the four consistent, inconsistent guys they got going right now, I couldn't even find five consistent because they they're really only throwing four guys out there on – Every start. You got Matt Harvey. You know one of them, though. You got oh, Orlando Lopez. <laughs> you got Any Means, John Means, and you got... Keegan Bacon with his seven ERA. Hey, I More think than we should mention a good nickname for John Means is... I like Any Means. That's pretty cool. But how about John Means Business? I think that's pretty good. Came up with that on my own. Um, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, John means necessary. It's literally his name, and then just the word business. Like, there's nothing crazy going on. Nothing added. In it. I'm not stretching it. I'm just John means business. He, he does. He threw a no header. Keegan Aiken got lit up in three. Uh, was it three and two thirds last time? Is Even good though guy. the Orioles won that game, so he got the no decision. He got lucky. But he's two and eight now with a goal, seven earned runs every time he goes out there. So just hang a seven spot up every time he goes out there, toes the slab. You can expect that. Better the offense better bring their A game, which they can't do because they're forty three and ninety three. So, but their best players right now. You've never heard that toe the slab. That's a real thing. Hey, if we want to quote me and say Keegan Aiken could be a long-term option for the Orioles, I'm going to rephrase that. Keegan Aiken could be a long-term option for the Orioles as long as they can score 10 or more runs every time he starts. That could be – he could be a reliable, consistent – he would have hell. He would have hell of dumb. Yeah. That's what they were doing for – that's what the Sox were doing for Nick Pavetta earlier in the year, pretty much. Yeah. Dude, it really should be noted, though, that when we started the Keegan Aiken watch – he was 0-8, and, and since then he's 2-8. and 8. I know. We're giving him some... We've got to get him on here. We've got to get gotta him on the podcast. That's the Tell him we've been literally doing a guy. segment, and once we started doing it, he turned his life around. Like, and oh, we could have to go into some deep thing, like, yeah. um, it's deeper than baseball, like, you guys saved my life and stuff, and make our podcast. <laughs> 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 I was going through a rough patch and 
my ERA, but there was other things that were bothering me too. And first listen, realized I had a, I had a podcast going about me. I went out and dominated the Yankees or whatever it was for three innings, seven earned, and twelve hits. And you know what? That was damn good enough. Yeah, we're proud of you. Should try. If you ever hear this, we have we we are true fans for real. Literally one of my favorite players in the whole league. No joke about it. Yeah, one of my closest followed players. Okay. Easily, yeah. Continuing, their best players currently are uh, John Means and Cedric Mullins, which is a new one. He broke out this year. I've seen him for a few years now lurking around as a Sox fan. But now he's – dude, he's – he might get the 30-30 club this year. He's at 26 on both ends, so – so uh, Garcia might do it too. Gee, good for him. I mean, it's so yeah. <laughs> well, damn! Congratulations. Yeah, you got some young studs that they <laughs> got some bright futures over here. You only need to steal four more picks. And uh, comeback player of the year, Trey Mancini. It's already written. Um, so that's that. Those are their really their top three guys. Um, had a good showing in the home run derby too. Yep. Good, yeah. Which is what I mean, most casual fans will know where I'm from. Because, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I hope most casual fans aren't watching the fucking Orioles very often, but. Oh, right. It's cool. <laughs> I've been yeah. watching them a ton. I if they got yeah. freaking blacked out. I'm, I've, I bet people in Baltimore who get MLB TV do, are just doing themselves a service at the moment. Like, uh, please black out these Orioles. I will watch anything but these guys. Come on. <laughs> Look at that stud right there, man. He's got turkeys in. He's swinging four chicks on his arm. Oh, yeah. A little Sam Cook action right there. Dude, he's a hunter. Got him. Dude, that's the last thing I expected you to show me on your screen, man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That is an MLB pitcher. He's a legend. Man. Yeah. He's got a massive fish he's got right here, by the way. Look at that, Larry. Good great. Where's he from, Will? Figure it out while he continues. He's from Louisiana. Oh, no, we got, we got LHP, Baltimore Orioles, born and raised in Michigan. Michigan, w- WMU baseball alum and avid outdoorsman. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to name the episode. Can of Corn Podcast featuring avid outdoorsman Keegan Aiken. Yeah. And he also pitches for the Baltimore Orioles occasionally. <laughs> Dark Horse Stud, Ryan Mountcastle. I've been eyeing this guy for a minute now. Got a sick name. Mountcastle? That's Sounds a like dope speech. ass name. Sounds like he's playing baseball. In the foothills of Ireland, just cranking balls, hitting Scotland, hitting Scotland <laughs> across the channel. Wait, no, they're connected. No, they're not. A- are they connected? No, they're not connected. Yeah, definitely from across the channel. I got that right. I know my geography. How about prospects in September call-ups? <laughs> Mike Bauman just got You're called up today. Huh? Said you're a mess. I'm good. I'm. What do you mean? I'm flying through this. <laughs> Mike Bauman just got called up today. <laughs> what is so funny? Oh, nice. 
Dog, I'm talking about baseball, having fun. I'm not allowed to have a little laugh. <laughs> I was like, what, what, are you, what am I doing? Oh, he's doing his presentation on the Baltimore Orioles. This is so serious. I need Baltimore you to listen Orioles. when the cub calls. You listen. Listen. <laughs> Mike Bauman just got called up today, all right? Like, as of five hours ago. He's a third round, yeah, third round draft pick in 2017. And he got called up in 9-7-2021. So congrats to Mike Bauman. He's going to tow the slab very soon, I suppose, of the September call-up. And... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No This is the one that we've named you up multiple times. Mr. Adley Rutschman. I doubt they're going to bring him up this year only because they don't want to be somewhat good. So he's going to sit in AAA and let him marinate down there for the off season, and he'll come up in 2022, I'm sure, at some point, if not the beginning of the year, or if they want to be a typical slime ball move and manipulate service time and have him come up in May, that'll be all right too, I guess. Their number eight prospect, who's also in AAA, Kyle Bradish, his estimated time of arrival is 2022 as well. So you might and probably will see these guys next year. Um, how about 2022 and 2022 right-hand and left-hand pitchers? What is that? Grayson Rodriguez and D.L. Hall. D.L. Hall is a lefty. Right-hand is Grayson. They are in double-A projected time 2022 so if they're in double a in 2022 they're probably better than british which they are because they're rated two and three and british is eight and their draft pick this year is colton kowser projected 2024 so he'll probably be side by side with mullins here in a bit he was an overall 55 on the uh, 2080 scale 20 being your ass 80 being your mike trout Wait, my insight on Colton Kowser from a draft expert, Will Manzi. Uh, Colton Kowser, good, uh, good hitting outfielder. I think he played for, a, he played for a small college. And man, he's got the hitting tools, but the only question is, can he do it at the high level? Because he played, he didn't play in like the SEC or like a Big 12 or a big time school. So if you can the hit question is, can a he ball with a bat very well in any level of collegiate ball, uh-oh. You deserve a shot. I'm not okay. sure. I totally agree. Yeah, I was gonna say like there's probably there's, there's kids at St. Joe's that are hitting like 300, but they're not going anywhere. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like it's different facing, than 300 at facing, well, I'm saying if you're there. facing if you're facing 90 plus, wait, on Elias, consistent basis. Didn't you hit like 300 in your senior year? 300 something. 396. Yeah. Uh. Do you play Major League Baseball now? I do not. I think it's... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're an hour consistently. Oh, dude, Brittany hit like four some, 400-something her senior year. I'm, I'm saying... Savage. 
if I had a 396 average in Palo Alto, California, where there, I'm facing dudes throwing 94, 95, then, yeah, 396 would probably get me a look. But I'm saying you're not going to get that when you're only facing the top level of competition. Right. It's like top 80 miles an hour. You're just not going to get it. It's just not happening, especially in Maine. You just don't get that type of exposure in Maine. If we being if we being real though, like if and not even just you, like if any of us were out there, we would be hitting like under a hundred. Yeah, for sure. It would, I don't even think I'd have a hit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would either. I'd probably have a better opportunity of going for the Money Grandal route. Yeah, I would just go up there without a bat and like dance around the batter's box and try well, to confuse well, the pitcher. My Mike Zanino <laughs> shit. No contact, holographic bat. Yeah, I feel like my best bet was I'd start hitting the worm or something, like uh, <laughs> like a crab or something across the batter's box, because that's kind of the only way I'd be. Hey, able if to, you like, drill me, the I can get the first base. Therefore, raise the him like, like, like I could say, I know he's not trying to work around Will Manzi, but sometimes the hardest thing to do is throw a strike to a guy you know is not going to swing the bat. That's what. And, I would say. and then the ump would be like, "Okay, time. Are you talking to yourself over here? What are you doing?" I go up there with a blitz ball bat. OPS is just a thousand. You literally don't have a hit. Your batting average is zero. (laughs) (laughs) They took Kowser round one, pick five. By the way, Uh, I think they will start to compete. Yeah, geez, it's not going to be because you still got to wait for those guys to be in their prime, and that's not going to be for at least another seven to eight years. Maybe they reach World Series. I'm thinking, I think they get to the peak of everybody right here that we talk about. Their time, World Series, peak, pinnacle, 2030. Here's the thing, though. Will they be, will they be able to get them to keep that core? Or will they kind of turn into like the Marlins where you have like Yelich, Stanton, all those guys, Real Muto, but then you can't really hold on to them, or they just don't happen to be in their prime. At the, you know what I mean? Well, those guys kind of came out of nowhere, but I think like you can kind of that was Patrick Mullins is going to be. That was I think that's kind of different because Derek Jeter just did his own thing. By the I way, know, he's got he the just tore the house down. Yeah, he went in and then ripped all the wallpaper down. And You're like, hey Jeter, what do you say? If, uh, I say I'm overweighted. No, he wouldn't say that. I don't know. Say, hey, that's up to interpretation. Um, anybody, everybody's got their own opinion, and that's fine. But because he's a class act, as we all know. <laughs> but I think that he—that's—he's the reason why that they got Stan. Like, like they were like, can we have Stan? Oh, yeah, he's like, sure. yeah, I'll figure something out. Hundred percent. Like, yeah, I got you. Just keep it on the deal. <laughs> don't think that. I mean, obviously, he's not going to say anything, but it's, it was definitely understood. Yeah, no, that's what I would have said at the press conference. I'm like, so, how does it feel that you're rigging the MLB now? Screwing our franchise over, Mr. Cheater. Like, do you want to name one of the prospects that you traded for? Do you know anything about any of the prospects that you received in this trade? And he's like, um... Uh, no, and frankly, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. They would never let you back in that room if you ask her a question. Yeah. <laughs> you're a fraud, Cheater! <laughs> like, I feel like there's nobody that feels like that passionately AJ about the Marlins. The call. Yeah. Huh? I'm just saying. Like, I feel like there's it's nobody just, that feels that passionately that's about the Marlins. Call to join right there. Yeah. Jeter yeah. slander. Yeah, I know. Just my Jeter last thing on like the Undertaker. His <laughs> <laughs> music. My last thing on the Orioles, man, is uh, basically like Elias said, the offense 
This is nowhere near the problem. In the MLB, the Orioles rank 30th in runs allowed, 29th in hits allowed, 30th in ERA, 30th in WHIP, and 24th in K through nines, and they've allowed 209 home runs, good for 29th in the league. They're bad. Real fucking bad. 43-93. But just to wrap them, we will try and get Keegan Aiken on this show if it's the last fucking We're going to do our freaking due diligence. Trust us. <laughs> if it's the last thing I do, I will interview Keegan Aiken on this fucking show. We got to get him on here. He's only got 2,000 followers, dude. That's so doable. Especially we make him feel like a star. Yeah. He's going to want to come on. He seems like a chill dude. Like, I feel like he'd be oh, yeah. Especially in the off season, the Orioles will not be busy in October, so we can right. definitely have some availability for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the last team, since Will doesn't seem to have a shiny new transition for me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so much, man. He used up his juice. Yeah. <laughs> the last team that's been eliminated is the Arizona Diamondbacks, who I have currently forty-five and ninety-three. What the hell was that? It was a miraculous snake. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't know, guys. The Diamondbacks are a snake. That's why Elias just hissed in the microphone. See, I'm actually. A good two feet away, but it probably sounded like that, which is unbelievable. No, here's what I'll tell you what it sounded like. It sounded like you, your room is an airport, and there's just a jet that <laughs> yeah. through your window. So, flew in from na- Next time you do it, you right might as well just up. go on the sidewalk and do it, because maybe that, maybe that way we won't, we'll have ears at the end of it. <laughs> All right, pal. <laughs> okay, Jason, continue. Can I talk about this garbage-ass team, please? <laughs> for, for a team that was so bad, they actually had some pretty decent storylines throughout the year. Uh, Madison Bumgarner threw a seven-inning no-hitter, which sparked debate about whether we should count that or not. In the true MLB record books, they something we do count in the MLB record books, they set the record for consecutive road losses with 24 they lost 17 straight games overall in that stretch. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Team worst somehow. Huh. How did we not mention it? We got to first mention the Orioles losing streak and how it relates to that. Like, like the Diamondbacks losing streak was bad, but how many did the Orioles lose in a row? 19. Oh, yeah. like 19, 19, dude. These yeah. some some monster losing streaks in this podcast episode. That's why we're talking about them, if you're wondering, yeah. right there. That's why they're here. That's why they're in this eliminated teams episode. <laughs> yeah. Three week stretch, yeah, pretty much. Lose that many games. Yeah. Not kicking a Yeah, so they lose 17 straight games. Tyler Gilbert throws a no-hitter against the Padres in his first career start. So, debatably, the Diamondbacks have two no-hitters this year, which is strange to think because of their pitching is just downright horrific. As I mean, that is why truly why they're here. That's truly why all they season also traded Eduardo Escobar for Cooper Hummel, for Cooper Hummel and Alberto Ciprian. Cyprian's a 24th ranked prospect. Hummel, I couldn't find even ranked within their top 30. 
So Man. not much of a return for an all-star third baseman who is in high. And as far as prospects go, they have estimated to be back next Estimated to be called up next year is Alec Thomas. Outfielder hit 291 in AAA this year. They need him bad as the only true threat in the outfield currently is Cattell Marte, who is a legitimate superstar in the MLB. Uh, it's a shame that he's toiling away in Arizona. He's hitting 335 with a 929 OPS, even though it's only yeah. 50 games. He's legitimately a superstar. And You'll hear about him as long as he's in a, which is until about 2025, I believe. The biggest prospect in Arizona by a wide margin is Jordan Lawler, who's not expected to be available until 2024, but he's a yeah, shortstop. Who is, yeah. Who's the 13th ranked prospect in the MLB. He's legitimately going to be a stud. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> just. It's going to take some time, but just wait it, wait it out on Lawler. It's going to be fun to watch it. Him. Him or, or, or they're going to trade. Seal. They're going to trade Jordan Lawler to Seattle because it's just going to have another Why? Shelby Miller, Dansby Swanson type thing. Probably not. Uh, no. Really, but they did this because they blew it with Dansby, and I think they're going to hold on to him t- until the end of time. So. We'll see. You know, you know what would have made, would have really helped these Arizona Diamondbacks and they're just absolute dog shit pitching is if they didn't trade away Robbie Ray, who might win a Cy Young this year. Mm-hmm. But they would just have, man. like, on one of every good days, they'd maybe have a win. But Robbie Ray, I feel like if he's pitching for the Diamondbacks, he'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not. It wasn't great on the Diamondbacks, but I understand like, why they traded him. But yeah. anyway, let me tell you something about Robbie Ray real quick, all right? Back in 2018, yeah. back in 2018, MLB The Show, 18 in a dorm room, playing with my buddy Stefan. Robbie Ray, holy smokes, dude. This guy had the hairiest hair, couldn't hit it up in the zone. He was, like, hitting, it was, they literally had to patch it because it was a glitch. Like, MLB noticed, or uh, Sony noticed it, and they fixed it because, like, two weeks later, it was fixed. It didn't happen. But he had the cheesiest cheese up in the zone. He was, like, hitting 98. And then he had his curveball. It was going 69 miles an hour. He was snapping that down at six. So you go from 98 to 69 on, on like an EFIS curveball. It was 12-6 on steroids. So it was just going 69 miles an hour. But on two clocks, the top clock's 12 and the bottom clock's 6. <laughs> it sounds exactly, like boy. you might just be bad at the game. It does kind of sound because no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I feel like that's a very, very large difference. Like, like that's kind of yeah. the where you see that curveball and you go, "Wait a minute, I'm not going to swing at that. That ball's not even halfway." It was to the literally plate. a glitch, or it was literally they patched it. It was a problem because you couldn't hit him. That disparity was so crazy. You just could not time that up. You'd go from yeah, dropping a like nasty a 69 window. miles an hour. Yeah, okay. Try to time an ETH as ever. 96, and then try to time a 98 coming after you. You're just going to well, sit I'm, there and sheets. 
Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eliminate the Evis pitch, and, and because here's the thing: if I eliminate the Evis pitch and I just get on the fastball, because if I'm thinking Evis and he throws 99, right. what's gonna happen to me? I'm gonna. You're still not gonna hit 99. Yeah, you were so saying it earlier say, today. So I say, dude, by the time you could say, "Oh, that's the Evis," I'm not swinging at it. You could literally go, "Okay, I'm not gonna swing at it," and then two seconds later but you could go, eh, there, "Maybe I will." It's not an Evis. That's the thing. It's still a pitch. It still moves like a curveball. And it's not going a million miles in the air and coming back down. It's still getting to the plate at a relatively normal speed. It's it's just like a changeup, pretty much. This was 2018. Yeah, just get good, bro. Just get good. And they fixed it. They didn't make the. They made the curveball uh, less sharp. Sorry, you were having a hard time with Robbie Ray, man. I was Robbie Ray. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry your friend you was mad? having a hard time. Right. Yeah, I know. What? Then why are you so angry? I feel like you just switched you your mad? story. Moving <laughs> 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 so, on from Robbie Ray and the, MLB The Show 2018. I went into that so happy to talk about how nasty Robbie Ray was before they <laughs> played past Robbie Ray, and you guys just shit on me, because you think I'm playing Robbie Ray, but no, I was the one using Robbie Ray. It was sick, and I was upset when they patched it. That's what I'm saying. Jeezer. Once again, I ask, can I please talk about the Diamondbacks? Yes. <laughs> okay, then. Just to wrap them up, actually. Uh, for most of these teams, we've said the offense is the problem. It's the pitching. That is not true here. The entire fucking team is the problem. They, they're like, just basically this quote I found wraps up pretty well. There's no talent in Arizona. There seems to be no plan of rebuilding. They're just trudging through a muck of disaster. Will, do you know who wrote that? Um... My guess is what, me again? Yeah. <laughs> said, when did I say that? Yeah. When did I write about the When did you say all these things, man? What? On on your Power Rankings article, you said there's no talent oh. in Arizona, there seems to be no plan of rebuilding, and they're just trudging through a muck of this. That sums it up, if we're That's being honest. pretty well said. I'm not going to lie. I don't <laughs> know who this guy is. He might be the next Mike Lupica. <clears throat> Will Kiefer. <laughs> Is this Ken Rosenthal? They are 22nd in run score, 23rd in average, 20th in on-base percentage, 26th in slugging, 25th in OPS, 29th in home. And then on their pitching, 29th in ERA, 28th in whip, 28th in K-9, 25th in home run, and 29th in hits allowed. They are. It's just bad all around. Bad. Like we said Jordan Lawler, he's not, I mean, obviously there's no, like, one saving grace player in baseball, but he's who you're looking forward to if you're a Diamondbacks fan, because otherwise I don't even know where you start with this team. Obviously you have Cattell Marte, who's, like, a superstar, but, I mean, how long is he for them? I mean, like, obviously his contract is pretty long. I mean, he's there till what, 20, 25? But, like, how much? how much can he really do? I don't know. I was I went into this trying to find some reason to be hopeful about the Diamondbacks. It really came away with nothing. Like I just don't. I think they're going to be bad for a really long time. Yeah, which is unfortunate because they were treading water for so long. They were just chilling, hanging out, going eighty-one and eighty-one, maybe the occasional ninety wins, and now they're just this. That's it's gone. 
gone. It's crazy, man. They got nothing. They yeah, traded yeah, Goldschmidt. They traded Goldschmidt and Miller, and then everybody else after is just gone. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Nothing for us on the Diamondbacks, Will? Uh, they're very bad. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. They're, they're in bad. last place, and uh, they actually score a lot of runs against the Padres. So that's probably why they're only 22nd. But I feel like every time they play the Padres, they got like six runs. Oh, the Padres, huh? That's that's as big of a Don't give me a reason to say it. Oh, my gosh. That's as big of a reason to be worried about the Diamondbacks as anything is their division they play in is just not going to get any easier, and they're not getting any better. So it's like, yeah, that's true. They're kind of in like an evaluation year too. Like they, there's no clear, like with the, with the Orioles, they know they got Mullins and they know Rushman's right. coming up soon. But like the Diamondbacks is like, they're kind of like looking around like the Spider-Man meme, like you do something like, no, you do something. Like, no, I got make a move. perfect. No, 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 no. You, you just botched it. The real thing. They're looking around. They're looking left and they're looking right. And all they see is a little tumbleweed just Oh, yeah, you just nailed it. In the desert. Yeah, that's it right there. Boom! You failed to mention that they are literally a rattlesnake. Boom! And that's those are in the desert, but and I'm the well, one that freaking botched it. I also did the airport hiss. Remember that? Those yeah. Acknowledged but that lost us, like, that, there's probably nobody listening now because of that. They probably <laughs> turned it off. They you know, recorded the fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if anybody wants to well, say anything they could get canceled for, now's the time because he's got another video. <laughs> as far as these team breakdowns, this was a lot of fun. We're definitely going to do this again soon. The plan is to do it with every team that gets eliminated as they get eliminated. So we're looking at you, Pittsburgh. That's likely to be next. We're watching you, boy. <laughs> Keep an eye on Pittsburgh. Shitsburg, Minnesota. Pittsburgh, um, Minnesota, Washington. Been downhill ever since they traded McCutcheon, man. I feel like we're going to be kind of beating on the same drum now because we're going to be like, yeah, they traded a lot of guys at the deadline and there's not much left on that roster. But it's fun to talk rebuilding. about the prospects and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And if Just we have a good take, then we can bring it up in the future and be like, see, I said this about this guy. Gotcha. And it's fun to talk about the te- like. A lot of these teams have been irrelevant since we started the podcast, so it's kind of cool to talk about them finally. Yeah, yeah true. We haven't mentioned the Diamondbacks even a single time on. And any now they got a whole damn episode about them. Yeah, I think yeah. we did it about the Tyler Gilbert thing. Oh, it's true. Yeah, we did for that. But other than well, that, but did I don't we know. Don't know. Hey, also, can I just mention why did Taylor Mata get DFA'd? I feel like that's because, kind of harsh. No, no, it's not harsh because he he was one of the. Key factors in blowing the game the other day. So, dude, he I like you fire up, dude. Tonight, dude, you lost that loss was so the game. That was Verdugo's man. fault. Verdugo sucks, bro. If you're listening to this, I was Verdugo. No, I'm not gonna say I hate you because I don't hate you. I think you're awesome, but god damn, catch the ball, my brother. <laughs> the sun. Well, yeah, I'm not like you gotta. If the ball hits your gloves, you catch it. Like if we ever make friends, like if we ever get this podcast blown up and we start making friends with them, I'm not gonna like say that about Verdugo. Like, I obviously still like him, but like you gotta catch that damn ball. 
He knows that. You know, if we ever become friends, Verdugo, just know that you. I still, I still fucks with you. But like, I'm gonna need, a catch <laughs> gonna need you to put the squeeze on that one. I'm I'm with you. <clears throat> but no, that throw by Modder to third base, man. That is not an MLB throw. He had plenty of time. Nelson Cruz was running. He was a dead hey, duck. Hey, hey, hey. Don't worry, guys. We'll talk about the Red Sox here on this elimination episode here in probably about two up. weeks. I'm going no. to throw up. We'll be doing an elimination breakdown of the Red Sox here soon. But as always, thank you. you for being all ears, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for being all ears. Stay corny, everybody. One.